I tried last night, late at night, middle of the night, I tried calling Johnny. I had to share something with Johnny. So I'm seeing Johnny now for the first time. I'm going to share it with, with Johnny a little with the rest of the Hevra. I've been learning during this cell, I've been learning the tire, some of the Torah and sharing some of the Torah of the Rebbe on the Imeadin, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Chaydash I'm trying to study his Torah and, and share some of the Torah with the Hevra. There's a, there's a Bachar I'm very, very close to who's alone, very, very out of town right now. Very far away and alone. He's, he's surrounded by, by people that aren't Yidden and he's holding on with sincerity. He's working on himself. And he called me late last night and he described a Yid, a yid came there, a chassid of the Rebbe, and invited him for Rosh Hashanah. He davened the first day, heard the shofar. He liked it so much, he went back the second day. Liked it so much, ate the suda by this Yid. And I was so touched, I was so touched. The Rebbe spoke about reaching Yidin and spoke about sharing the importance of a mitzvah, the value of a mitzvah. Shoifer is one of the mitzvahs that the Rebbe very much, his chassidim went around and shared the mitzvah. And I was so touched that in the middle of no place, a chassid, the impact of tzaddikim, tzaddikim and misas and kruyim chaim, the impact of tzaddikim, that a Talmud, who never, this Talmud never even met the Rebbe. The Rebbe was nifter, I believe, in 1993. And this, this he had very possible. No, maybe he met him. Maybe, but he was a kid. He, didn't, he, was not, he was not a Talmud, never learned by the Rebbe. And you have a guy living with his family. It's, it's like, a, it's no man's land. And he showed up. And he found the Yiddish kid who's a friend of mine. I was so touched. I'm learning the Rebbe's Torah. And then somebody I'm close to and been speaking to, I'm so touched that Tzadikim and Misasim Kruyim Chaim, I'm touched by the mission of the Rebbe to reach every Yid. And the importance of a Yid blowing Shoifer. The guy then called me. I've been speaking to him for a long time. He asked such an Erlich Shaila. He asked a very Erlich Shaila, and he said, I want to be a Yid. And it's clear by me that the shofar had a big impact. He told in context, the Rebbe, I, a Yid invited me and I heard the shofar and then I went back for day two of the evening. They went for a suda by this Yid's house. I wanted to share it with Johnny. We're both chassidim and I want to share it with all my friends here. But I want to say two things. The beauty of a Yid, don't overlook any Yid. That a Yid's not overlooked, that a Yid's not forgotten about. I, when I was a youngster, the menorahs on top of the cars frustrated me a lot. It bothered me. It's like a late son says that. The menorah, I'll be honest, it's Taser Simechuva. You do viduyim for your sins. I was very troubled that the chsidim put a menorah on their car. It like disturbed me. Because a mitzvah has a tzura. You can't, you can't make up a Mitzvahs are very serious. When, where, how. Great to see a simon akiv. A mitzvah is very specific. So, Sim, I used to growing up seeing the menorah on a car, it like bothered me. That's, that's not the mitzvah. Mitzvahs are very exact. We're very loyal and we do them. How You can't like make up your own version. That's dangerous. A little scary driving around menorah. That's not the mitzvah. So, it's just again, 
these things, could I say, you know, could I, you, you ask, you, you always say to yourself, I have worse Averis than that. But I don't know, it's very serious. To, to play with a mitzvah is very serious. I have Averis, I do. I have a taiva, I do an Avera. A mitzvah, the Rambam writes in Hilchas Truba to be malagal mitzvahs, to make fun of mitzvahs, is, is something the Rambam writes that it's Ema speak me other lasses chuva. Never mock a mitzvah, never. Never make a late son of a mitzvah. A big path of chuva is to take mitzvah serious. Mitzvahs are very serious. Beautiful. I love when people build beautiful sukkahs, people make shalachmanas. Beautiful shalachmanis. A mitzvah is precious and take it serious. Geschmack. I look forward. I'm soon going to go on an outing with my boys. Who are you and I going to go? We're going to buy the Dalad Minim. It's a beautiful outing. The series, we always, Revezi, I think, lives there for weeks. Unless, you know, <laughs> unless, we're always to the same time. But we go, we always, if he's not there after call, he's always, he's there. And we, it's a, it's a party. It's Pasha the party. And we're, we're, what? <laughs> a mitzvah, chavivas ha mitzvah is important, and, and it always like got me a little bit like taken off my game. You put a menorah on a car, that's, is that, again, I don't want to call it late sanus, but it's not the mitzvah. That's not the mitzvah. And I, so I was always like confused by it. I read when I was older, I read the Rebbe wrote that I got so much flack. He wrote himself. He said he got tremendous flack for menorah on top of cars. He said both the, the people who were less from were upset at him that you're embarrassing us. You know, keep your religion private. Stop being so public about your religion. He got flack from people who weren't yet Tayyidikayin. And he said from the right, from he's like me, said that's not the mitzvah. We're upset at him. He said he got tremendous flack on both sides, like tremendous. And you know what he said? When you hear somebody's intentions, I was so moved. He said he wanted to reach people, felt that the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah is a precious mitzvah and specifically for Gullus. It's the last Chag before the Gullus. And he felt that Yidin have to reach Yidin that others don't reach. And a lot he thought about how to reach Yidin that others don't reach. I'll tell you something crazy, Elio. I'll tell you something nuts. He had a divrei Torah in a paper that published things that were very off color. There was a paper that had a lot of funny stuff in there, and they published, and a Rav made a macha. Told this Yid that you're crazy, you publish Hail Gatayra in, in, in a publication, as Apikarsus, it has things against Hashem, against his Taira Simcha. So a guy screamed at this, this publisher of the paper, Azah Chutzpah. You publish stuff in the Rebbe's Torah in a paper without Picarsus, take it out. So the guy went to the Rebbe, take out the Rebbe's stuff. No, the guy couldn't take, the guy wasn't, the guy only got in like the Rebbe's Torah. He stopped the Rebbe's Torah. So he said, what are you stopping the Rebbe's Torah there? Don't put the Torah together with other stuff. So this guy went to the Rebbe like feeling badly. Maybe he should stop printing the Rebbe's Torah in places. Imagine you have a vart. You know, it's very geschmack to get your vart in certain svarim. They have svarim. They put out these publications to get, to get your thing. And that journal is like the hush. Of your, you're the big time. You made the bigs. You get in that publication. He had the Rebbe's vartum were going in like this was the opposite of the big time. It's bizarreness. And this guy would like put the Rebbe's tire there. So he went to the Rebbe and he said, I'm sorry, like I owe you a mechila and I'll stop. The Rebbe said, you don't understand. I want to reach Yid and others don't reach. 
I want every Yid to serve Hashem, to be a loyalist, to learn Hashem's Torah. Bidafka that paper, because of all the other stuff in there, so people very vital reading it, put my Torah there. I wanted to reach them. They're not reading, trust me, these people aren't reading the Jewish Observer. They're not reading the Yated. I they put my Torah in the Yated also. But I want to get to people that are very far. I want them to know about Hashem, about Torah, about mitzvahs. So I want my turn. He wrote that the reason he put the menorahs on top of the car was that he was trying to reach Yidin. Just He said, it's funny, it's unusual. I just want, how else am I going to reach Yidin? I have no form to reach them. That's what he wrote. I was so moved by this mission. He valued Yidin and he valued mitzvahs. The Chavivus of a Yid and the Chavivus of a Mitzvah. And to see decades later on, decades after his Petira, that a Yid is sitting near San Francisco, like somewhere, working on himself alone, and a Yid, a Talmud, somebody who was inspired by the work of the Rebbe, reaches out and, and blew the Shaifer for him and invited him to a Soda and impacted so, and it was very impactful. I was very moved by that. And I'm moved by his mission. That he's still teaching the value of a yid and the value of a mitzvah. It's a lesson that rings ever true. I want to learn, I want to learn a specific Gemara Tessimut Beis. And really, we're, we're holding the fourth day of the Aseris Tshuva. And... And, and really, as part of our days of tshuva, I like for myself, I like to study this Gemara. I'd like to study it with you as well, this Gemara in the Dharm Tesma days. I first want to be them. I want to introduce this Gemara with, some, with, another, with, another idea, with an idea. The Gemara in Shavuot, Staff Yud Gimel, has a machloikis about Yom Kippur. The Gemara says as follows. The Gemara is the following, Tanya. It's the top of your Gimla Medalef. And the Gemara is a machlaikis between Rebbe and the Rabbanon. Rebbe, Oymer, Akola Veira Shebet Torah. On every transgression in the Torah, Bein Asa Tshuva, Bein Lai Asa Tshuva, Yom Kippur, Mechaper. Yom Kippur is Mechaper for every Aver in the Torah, whether a Yid does Tshuva or not. Independent of Tshuva, wild, it's Mechaper. What I want to I want you to know what kapara means. Kapara does not mean forgiveness in English. What does kapara mean? What's the translation, Hudi, of kapara? Atonement's a good translation. What is it? We always assume that kapara, it says about Yom Kippur, what is kapara? What's the translation of kapara? The Balatanya translates kapara as kinuach, as cleanliness. 
Kapara doesn't mean you're forgiven. It means you're clean. It means that the impact of sin is wiped out. That's what kapara means. I'll let it slide. It means the impact is completely washed away. That's what the word kapara means. Means that Yom Kippur is mechaper. It washes the way the impact of sin. Is it a bigger level than kapara and mechila? Slicha, much bigger. Yes, it's higher than slicha mechila. Forgiveness is okay. I'll let it slide, but the impact is still there. The stain is still there. In in kapara is a geder of mechila, much tiefer level. That this kinuch it's cleaned. And Rebbe says that all Averis, whether a person does tshuva or not, Yom Kippur is mechaper. And he says except, he says exceptions, Pairik ol, Megalopanam Batayra, Mefer Bris, that's what he says. What does that mean? He's, I'm, the, the three, I don't want to discuss those, the three we have to study. Ruben Yoyin is right, but he says for all other Averis except those three, the day itself is mechaper. Rebbe says, I'm sorry, the Rabbanan argue, the Rabbanan argue, and the Rabbanan say it's not that way. The Rabbanan say that if a person does tshuva, then shem asa tshuva, then it's mechaper, it has to be with tshuva. Now, the Rambam paskins like the Rabbanan, that you need tshuva. The Lashen of the Rambam, I don't have it, it's in the first parak of Hilchish Tshuva, Perak Aleph Alacha Gimel. It's fine. It wasn't on the shelf. The Lashen of the Rambam, when he paskins like the Rabbanan, that Yom Kippur itself is not Mechaper, he says, Itzuma Yaisid, Itzuma Shal Yoyim, the essence of the day is Mechaper Lushavim. The essence of the day is Mechaper for those who do Tshuva. Is you see, even whenever there's a Machlaikis in Shas Elio, you never assume they're miles apart. You have one sheet that says the day itself has kapara. So the other sheet that sounds like, no, the day is only if you have tshuva. But he agrees that the kapara, the day, does something. Even the way the Rambam brings the sheet of the Rabbanon, the quote of the Rambam in Perak Alf, Allah Gimel, is the tzumay shal yoyim's mechaper l'shavim. The essence of the day is mechaper if you do tshuva. But you see there's something in the essence of the day. Now, Avi, what is this magic? The day itself, what is it, like a magic? Azar? A person doesn't do any tshuva, Rebbe's shita. Now, we don't paskin like Rebbe. We paskin a person has to be begeder shavim. But if he's begeder, halach lamaisa, the Rambam paskins, to somebody who's begeder reshav, then the day has a power that it cancels all sin. Not Hashem forgives, much deeper. The sins are erased, the effect of the sin gone. That's it, Summa Yishal the essence of the day of Yom Kippur. There's something beautiful and precious and powerful about the essence of the day of Yom Kippur, that the essence of the day itself makes it that a person has no sin. I want, to say, I want to say to us all that no matter what a human being does, there's a place in him that's untainted by sin. Every morning, from just a fact, it's something we say every morning. We say, The soul that you gave me is tar. There's a, every morning a Yid says this statement, this truth. 
Are you kidding me? Neshama, he's talking every Yid. Chazal do not have a Yid say a lie. And every Yid says, Eloikai, Neshama shenasata bitayroi. The soul that you put in me is pure, untainted, tayru. Lifnei Hashem titaru, it's tar. And there's a place in a person that's untouched by sin. And Yom Kippur, in some way, there's something about the day, there's a power in the day that connects us. If we're begedir shavim, if a person's doing tshuva, is trying, it connects us to that place untouched by sin. That's the understanding of Yom Kippur. It connects us to that place that's untouched by sin. And as such, in that place, and when we connect to that place, then we have to be shavim to enter that place. And then in that place, that becomes, that dominates, and the person is untouched by sin. What I want to say very practically, there are things above my head in Yanim, Kabbalistic things, we could study and certainly be impacted by studying it. But I want to say to us on the fourth day of Tshuva, a lot of Tshuva, and I would say the Ikar Avoid of Tshuva is not, is not, I did something bad, I can't believe it, I've done bad things. It's actually the Akara of the goodness of a person. This is not new stuff, this is not, a matter of fact, to any thinking person, we've discussed this before, Rosh Hashanah is before Yom Kippur is odd, before the din we should do tshuva. But the essence of tshuva is the hakara, is the recognition of the essential goodness of a person. That is the essence of tshuva. So, there's, there's so many things in our own life that we attribute that's bad. I'm bad and I have this and that. It's shayrish is very, very good. The roots. In matter, we're commanded in Kriyashma to serve Hashem b'shnei Yitzrech, v'yetzahar and v'yetzatayv. Even the areas that we attribute, that's a bad part of me, is actually as a very good shayrish. You can't find one aspect of a person that doesn't have a good shayrish to it. It's impossible. All the shrashim are good. The yisait of tshuva, the ikar yisait of tshuva, is getting in touch with the essential goodness of a person. That's the ikar yisait of tshuva. I want to learn a Gemara Testament base that moves me to a person who recognizes his essential goodness, a Nazir, if you want, a Nazir is a person, is about Shuva. The, the Gemara teaches us that in Raya Saita you see somebody who does Averis and has profoundly been impacted by their Averis, so become a Nazir. And a Nazir is the art of becoming a person who detaches from their Averis. You were Raya Saita you saw a person fall tremendously and, and identify with sin. And you become a Nazir. So I want to learn about a specific Nazir that moves me a lot. I want to learn this with the guys. The Gemara says as follows, Shimon HaTzadik is talking. He says, Pam Achas, one time, says Shimon HaTzadik, Ba Adam Echad Nazim in Adarim. I like that it's called Durham. Anything that... It's interesting. It says a Nazir came from Durham and that from the south. I saw a Nazir one time, and he came from the south. We were Isib, and I saw this guy. Nayim. He had nice eyes. He had a good complexion. His hair was very neatly braided. He was a good-looking fellow. 
and he had beautiful hair. Now, all of us understand that a Nazir is going to have to cut off his hair. He had beautiful hair, and he's going to have to cut off his hair. And Amarti, like, this is Shimon Atzadik talking. Amarti, like, I said to this Nazir, Bini, my son, Mara Isa Lahashka why are you ruining your hair? Ah, no, this pleasure. Beautiful hair. What are you ruining your hair? Mara Isa Lahashka Fascinating. Shimon Atzadik. You'd think he'd say, good, I'm happy. You, got it. you finally cut off the chub. It's not what he says. He's frustrated. Shimon Atzadik muns the guy, Mara Isa. What did you see to destroy your hair? Ah, no. Hashem gave you beautiful hair. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. The altar of Nevardik was good looking. It was a very good gift. He used it. He had charisma. He had good looks. And he used it to influence. He influenced Yid and Goyim were impacted by him. And he was charismatic and good looking. And it was a very important thing. Shimon Sadik sees somebody with physical gifts. And he says, why did you become a Nazi? I don't understand you. He gives him Musr. The guy might be all proud. Rebbe, Rebbe, I became a Nazir. It's all coming off. Don't be nervous. I know I look a big head of hair. It's coming off. Any Gemara that speaks about nice hair is both sensitive to me and it's also, I like it. That's important. What do you see? To ruin your... You have such nice hair. Make it tasty to ruin it. Isn't that an amazing response? That's what Shemina Tzaddik said. He says to a Yid, a Yid becomes a Nazir. Simcha. The end of Naziris, what is a Nazir? Nazir 30 days, what does he do? He shaves all his hair. Shemunat Sadik's Taveya. He says to the guy, Marisa, what do you see to do that? Mechatesi. You have a beautiful head of hair, Mechatesi to ruin it. That's what Shemunat Sadik is Taveya, this guy. Amrli. So the Yid responds and he says, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I was a shepherd for my father in my city. He was a shepherd for his dad in a city. And I went to fill up water from a, from a wellspring. He went to fill up water. He's doing his job. The person has a loyal, beautiful job. He's a shepherd for his dad. Beautiful shtela he has. And he looks at his reflection in the water. He saw he's a good-looking fellow. And as the Eitzahara came, and wanted to destroy me from the world. He had a Eitzahara. He had a tafkid. He had a mission that he was doing loyally. He's a loyal shepherd for his father in his city. A beautiful task that he does loyally and he fills up the water. Beautiful Erlich, a guy. He's being Mekadashem Shemayim in his task. And he sees his reflection in the water, and the Eitzahara wanted to destroy him from the world. He wanted him to not accept who he was and his tafkid and his job. And the, when he saw his reflection, the Yitzhahara said to him that you could be doing a lot of other things. You should be here, you should be there. Always what the Yitzhahara says to a person is instead of filling your tafkid, instead of doing your job loyally, sincerely, where you are, who you are, what you are, he's mamish the local shepherd. It's like the ultimate small town job. I'm a shepherd for my father in my own city. He's lived here for decades, generations. In his own city and he's a shepherd. 
a beautiful task. And the Yitzhahara wants to be tired in an island. The Yitzhahara always tries to get a person not to embrace his role, his essence, who he is. Amarti loy, and I said to him, Rasha lama'ata miska I said to him, the akara that the that the, that the, the, the desire for sin, and that which is taking me away from my essence, my tafkid, my job, who I am and what I am, is the Yitzhahara, and it's not me. Rasha The very job of chova is to find the yourself and to push away that which is not yourself. The very finding of self is the avoid of tshuva. I am something very special. And the Yitzhahara always tries to get and get a person to get off who he is and what he has. He says, And he says, That I'm going to cut my hair for Hashem. Of course, in order to embrace his essence, he'll get his hair back. It will yet grow back. But it will grow back as a way of fulfilling who he is and what he's supposed to do, not as a way of knocking off who he is and what he's supposed to do. Shemunat Sach Zamadati, I stood up in the al I kissed him on the head. And Amartilai, and I said to this Nazir, Bani Kamaycha Yerbu Nazir Nazir, be Yisrael. That should men, be many nazirim like you. Alecha, kasavay, mishki afel in the net, the nazel azel Hashem. The etzem akar of a yid, that the essence is good, his tafkid, who he is, a huge avoid of tshuva, is not the, the sense we do of tshuva, the sense is I did wrong, I'm a sinner. The real, the real tshuva, that's, a, that's, a, that's not the real tshuva. The real tshuva is the recognition of the essential goodness of a person. There's people when they when they give musr, people say to somebody else, it's pastish. Now, if you mean that, that's if you just say the words, it's stupidity. It's just shaming somebody. Whoa, it's beneath your dignity, you bum. See, you're just shaming somebody. The much deeper level of tshuva, think of somebody we all respect. Somebody we looked up to, think of a Godel Hadar, a tremendous Godel, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, we would see doing Avera, it would, like, it would be crazy, it would make us Meshuggah. We wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. It can't be, it can't be. Somebody we perceive as holy and special and dignified doing that, it just doesn't fit, it makes no sense. It would, it would be frustrating to us. The Iker type of rebuke is the Akara, if the only real rebuke in the world. If you look at somebody and see them as bad, and you see them as flawed, if, you, if a guy talks in shul, and you're not nishtoimim, I promise, Shmuel, I want you to hear this. If a guy talks in shul, and you're not dazzled by a yid, and the loyalty of a yid in shul, and you say shah, you're a fool, you're an absolute fool. And your shah causes more affairs. If contained in the shahs, you bum, you're talking by davening, be quiet with your shah, shah to the shah. Your shah itself is going more affairs. You're shaming somebody. You say, shah, <laughs> talking shul, what are you? That shah is dangerous and us, it's trafe. 
That's called kolapaisel, you're pasling somebody. It only means if you give a shah like that, it means kolapaisel bemumar paisel. Whoever knocks somebody else, it means you're flawed in that matter. If you give a shah like that, you're a bad davener. Now maybe you never talk by davening. What does that mean? If you give a shah, it's chazal. You can't argue on chazal. I have a cash on chazal. It says kolapaisel means you have a flaw in that area. Maybe you just care so much about it so you don't want him to talk. How did Chazal say? Akiva, I want you to hear this. If the only thing we learned today is this, Kedai. Chazal say, Abi, that if you see somebody and you pass him, so it means you're fluid in that area, Momo. Maybe I just care so much about David and upset he talks. The answer is I wouldn't pass him. I wouldn't pass him. Kolapaisel means he's a talker. Chutzpah talk by davening. That only means that you have a problem with davening. Now let's say you're a guy who never talks, but you're insecure with your davening. Doesn't mean that you talk by davening, but who's secure about the davening? You know how hard it is to cancel, you know where my mind goes by davening? So if I'm insecure at my own davening, it frustrates me when he talks. I saw an Eretz throne. I saw a guy get physical. Some, a boy was talking to a girl or maybe a group. And I saw a yid get like physical. I knew a hundred percent, not ninety-eight. I believe Chazal a hundred percent. He struggles with Taiva the Yerushalmi. I wanted to give him a hug and a kiss and say, "I also like girls. Don't, don't, don't like yourself." I mean, Ernst. I, I felt so badly for the Yerushalmi. He was struggling with Taiva. Otherwise, otherwise, why is he passling? It was an act of paiso. Thus meant that he's called Paisa, that he struggles with girls. I, I'm sure it's hard. Sure it's hard. He's a big beard. He probably does. It's very hard to reconcile that. He has taiva. Guess what? See, he doesn't know how to talk about it, how to work through. If you see somebody talk by davening and you're upset by it, it's because you're insecure with your davening. If you're secure with your davening, he talks, you're not upset. What do you see if he talks by davening? See, you know what you see. This is what you, this is how it would feel inside. A year talking. You're a year like you're nishtaimim. The guy came to shul. People come to shul are impressive human beings. You're a year. You're doch big time. You're, doch, you're a big guy. That's how it would feel. That's how it wouldn't be. There wouldn't be any passel the same way when we talk or do averes. When we do averes, we don't passel ourselves. We're good people. Fakert, fakert. The real taichacha, the real musr that works is when your mamish holds so stark of somebody. This is the only musr that works. There's a word I say over from the Maram Sheikh. We say it over. I'm not talking, if you think there's a trick how to give musr, I'm talking about our own work on children now. Mm. There's not a trick. It's not a cute vert. This might be a vert that earns you like points at a chasna. There's like that vert you carry around. Get the points and then move on and let's, let's learn, let's live. So you'll get points, you'll get, Shui, this vart will give you points, but I want much more than points, I want to live. Listen to the vart. The Pasuk says, Al-Toychach don't give mustard to a fool, penya snack, I'll just hate you. Hoychach l'chacham, give mustard to a chacham, be'avek and he'll love you. A wise person loves when you give him mustard. A wise person, the best thing. When I was 19, a friend of mine ripped me. It was terrible. It was painful. And he saved my life. He saved my life. It was very painful. It was very painful. Recently, somebody I love gave me toichacha recently. Gave me toichacha. It was terrible and it was great. Being honest, it was great. 
It was excellent. It was excellent. We're human, so we have a side that's like very, we don't like to be criticized. We have insecurities, but it's very important and we could change. So wise people like Musa, I want to change, I want to be honest. A person doesn't see his own flaws. So of course an intelligent person wants Teichachem. I have a friend of Yankiv Metz. It's like a, we have like a very odd relationship. He calls me Rebbe and, and I can't like see, <laughs> he's very much bigger. So I, I, I look at him as a Rebbe and he calls me, it's an odd relationship. So he's asked me over the years, give me Musa. Now the problem is I can't jump that high. I, I bush it can't see up there. So I'm maybe afraid of heights also. But Lamaisa, he says, give me Musa. Of course, any intelligent person wants Musa. Of course. So the Pasuk says, Al Toichach leitz, don't give Musa to a scoffer, Penya Snack, I'll just hate you. Toichach yeah. give Musa to a wise guy, Viaveka, he'll love you. Give Musa to a wise person, of course he'll love you. Because he, he's wise, he's a smart guy. You give Musa to a smart guy, and he's very appreciative of Musa. I have seen guys in yeshiva, you could tell them off stark, and they like it, they appreciate it. They thank you, I've seen it. I've seen it, a wise person thanks you. Thank you, so I appreciate that, I want to work with that. So give Musa to a wise person, I love him. But ask the Ran a, a bomb cashier. Ask the Ran, what does it mean, don't give Musa to the scaffold? I get the end of the Pasa, give Musa to a smart guy, he'll love you, it's true. What do you mean, don't give Musa to a scaffold, he'll hate you, tough luck. Shui, it's a mitzvah, the Raisa, Chechta, Chechta, Gemara Bab Metzias, the guy beats you up. Had Kedayakah. And here it says, if don't give him Musa, he's going to hate you. So what? It's a mitzvah, the Raisa, Chechta, Chechta, Samisacha. So it doesn't mean don't give Musa, because he might hate you. If he hates you, he hates you. Give him Musa anyway. Says the Marm Sheikh, maybe the nicest word. I want you, Shmuel, I want you to share this word with your dad. Yeah, the Kasha? I, say the Pasuk. Semcha and Shmuel, say the Pasuk with me. Al Toichach Leitz, Penyas Neeka, Hoichach Lechacham, Viaveka. Don't give mustard to a Leitz, he might hate you, to a scaffer. Just hate you. Give mustard to a wise man and he'll love you. So it's true, wise people like mustard, it's true. But why does it say, don't give Musa to a late, he might hate you? You still have to give Musa. Says the Maram Sheikh to answer the Ran's Kasha, that when it says, it's not talking about two different people. It means if you look at a guy as bad, he'll just hate you. If you look at shh, <laughs> talking in shul. If you give Musa and you see a late, he'll just hate you. If you see a wonderful person and you give him Musr, he'll love you. If you see a wonderful person, if you see a good person and you give him Musr, he'll love you. That's how it works. If you see a guy in shul talking and you're Nishtayim, he's in shul. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story. There's a true story, Rebelli. It, it touched me tremendously tremendously, it was a moving story that I saw, I witnessed. There's a Yid, in older Yids about Shuvah, he's a tzaddik. It's an immense tzaddik. It was, one of, it was one of the most touching things I've seen in the last many years. An older Yid, a tzaddik about Shuvah, and davening's very serious to him. And another guy was in shul talking, and the older Yid had it, and he like gave him, he told him off, Shah! Shtark. After davening, the younger guy came to the older Yid and he said, I want to tell you, and he described, I went through a lot of trauma in my life. 
He's very real. Shul is murder. A lot of his trauma had to do with Shul. If you went through difficulties from a tata and, and, and physical, etc., Shul unfortunately takes a pounding. A lot of, there's a lot. Shul is a, Shul is a complex place. Very, very complex. For anybody, who, it's a complex place. For somebody who, one day, all of us, you, the Iker Avoid, you got to show your son, is it's, it's love. He sits next to you, it's love. Make sure to send him out a lot. A lot. Go out, son, you're sitting here too long. Send him out for breaks. And it's such a feeling of love. He's sitting next to his tata, talking to the tata. It's cool, Ayava and Shul. But Shul could bring out a lot of other feelings. So the guy describes to the old man, he said, you know how much pain? He said, if I can't talk in shul, I wouldn't come to shul. He said, I'm working and I come to shul, I meet other yidin, the social aspect. I, I, I'm not saying I should talk during the evening. Please understand, the old yid got emotional. He got emotional, it was unbelievable. He got emotional. He said, I beg, Mechila, I'm sorry, come to shul, come. He said, I used to talk also in shul. He said, I also, I know what you mean. Please continue to come to shul. I asked, he asked Mechila, I beg you Mechila, he said. I saw, I was there when this happened. The older yid begged me, I beg you come to shul. He saw a Helga person who's working. To, of course the guy doesn't want to talk by davening. Now run him, we don't know anything. Ask on Rabbanim, why don't you more tough? You don't know anything. You don't know people. You don't know what's going on in Shul. The big campaign, the big tzaddikim trying to get quiet by davening. It's a good campaign. It's tzaddikim. Helga, helga people. But we equally need a campaign. They're beautiful. They're doing it. I'm amazed. We need a campaign that people should love, should come to davening and connect to Avinu The goal is not to kick out everybody who doesn't feel the shaykhs. That's not the goal. The goal is come in, come, send anybody to my shul. Anybody, please send them. They come to my shul. They talk. They'll talk to Hashem shortly. Come, come, come. Come, talk, they'll slow, slow, come to shul, come. You're wanted in shul. You're wanted in shul. You're wanted here. You're wanted here. So I want to say the Marmshik saying that the way of Musr is if you see a Mardika Mensch, you see somebody who's nant with Hashem, you see a good person, and your Teichach is because you see what they don't see. Any Teichach is, I see something you don't see. You know how many dorm counselors say on a bach, this is the Iker job of a dorm counselor, the Iker. And they don't do anything till this happens. They have no job to, until they're amazed by a guy, the job doesn't start. One, it takes an event. Sometimes they see a bach, something happened, something went down. You're like, <gasps> they're not, not pretend. People are big stuff, not pretend. You have to remember, we're all big people. Yom Kippur takes away every Avera. It's not a cute thing. It's not a game. People have zero sin. Zero. Zero. With Yom Kippur. It's so much zero. It's a game. It's a joke. You have a magic. We're like this magical people. A year goes to Yom Kippur. He has zero sin. Zero. Now, Rebbe holds even without Shuva. What happened? The guy's at Sadiq. Yom Kippur brings him to a certain realm. We paskin that you only could live in that realm if you beget there a shove. But there's a mitzvah of the preciousness of a yid is a fact. Tshuva is not just regretting and feeling bad. Tshuva is feeling very good, actually. The start of tshuva is that the person's makir, I'm solid. There's a, there's, an, there's, a, there's a good person. 
There's an Ashama Torah. Any job of a dorm counselor is to, to work their brains till they discover, and it takes, you have to, it's, I shouldn't say work, it's subtle, it's slow. Stay up nights and days until you lose your mind about a guy. You have to find, you have to follow him. Rabbi Yisrael followed his Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael followed his Rebbe around and saw things. Every year you could follow and see something that you'd lose your mind from, that you'd lose your mind. When this person asked me the Shaila, it was the middle of the night last night, he asked an Erlich Shaila, I started, I just was crying, I felt so small. I was sitting alone there, I wouldn't ask such a Shaila. He asked me an Erlich Shaila, sincere, authentic, halachic Shaila, it was blown out of my brains. I just want a bracha from the guy. At that point that you're dazzled by somebody is the only time you have stuff to tell the person. Mm. Then you see things in them they don't see. You're At that point and only at that point you have something to say to the guy. And you hope. It's very delicate. If Bachram would see what you see in them, they would see in them, everything would be saved. You see. <coughs> Avram Avinu changed the world. He had an eye in time. It means he saw tremendous things in people. And he saw, and ultimately the goal is that the person sees what Avram Avinu sees. That's the Iker of Teichacha. If your Musr is to a tremendous person, he'll love you. If your Musr is to a late, he'll just hate you. Because that's all you see, it's not effective. Your Musr will cause more Averis. No! You can even say it's Pasnish. The words are nothing. I'm talking, what do you see? What do you see? What did you just see? Analyze what you see. If you see a guy who came to shul, he's a big, he's a big time yid, and you're in a shteimim at a big time yid, and the pshat is he talks like he shouldn't be talking. No. When that bacha like get, told me off, hey, Rebbe, how you let it talk during kaddish? His musr made me much better, made me a better person. He told me I could live with the count. He was like cheshbening out my meisim, not ridiculous. So it made me say I have to try to live up to something. The, teicha, the, the tshuva, I'm not talking vis-a-vis somebody else now. I'm talking about the essence of tshuva. The way, we're trying to enter to a realm called Yom Kippur. I'm going to tell, tell you a vert. That's, that's a, it's the diuk in the Gemara is so deep. I'm going to ask guys to hear something subtle, just the diuk. It's like worth it for me to have a whole year just for this diuk, Dobi. The diuk. The Gemara says, Dear Shu Hashem be matzo. Find Hashem when he's found. Elu eser yamim shebein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. It's the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Chevra, there are ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. There's seven. So you say, well, it means count Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But the words are messed up. Dear Shashem Bimatzah should say, Elu hayamim mei Rosh Hashanah ad Yom Kippur. It's such a strange way of talking. Elu eser yamim shebein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. They're not 10 days in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. From Rosh Hashanah starting till Yom Kippur is 10 days, counting two days Rosh Hashanah, counting Yom Kippur. Avi, do you agree to this diak? I want you to hear the diak. It's like Chazal are so precise, and in our rush, we miss worlds. Listen to the words. Dear Shu Hashem be Matzai, seek Hashem when he's found, says the Gemara, Gemara Rosh Hashanah Yudches, M Tesvav, Elu Eser Yamim. Dear Shu Hashem be Matzai, Elu eser yamim. These are the ten days shebein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur that are between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. 
Only seven days to Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Mm. So it means between, including them. That's not the way to talk. You say, That's how to talk. So you say, The Lushan is, 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 is strange. Nobody has to force the Diyuk. It's a weird way of talking. The, Chaim, do you, do you hear the Lashem? Dershu Hashem b'matzai, seek Hashem when he's found, is Elu Eser Yamim Shebein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Is the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. There are only seven days between. See, well, it means including them, that's not the way to talk then. Say, Elu Eser Yamim Me Rosh Hashanah Ad Yom Kippur. Then it would mean from Rosh It says, Elu Eser Yamim between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. There's not ten days between. To say, including that it's not the way to talk. Say, Elu Esayanim Shemei Roshana Ad Yom Kippur. And the Hashem is close. Dear Shu Hashem be Matzi means you could find Hashem now. Dear Shu Hashem, seek Hashem be He Matzai when He's very easily found. It means Hashem's very accessible now. And it says, when is that? The 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But there are only seven days. The Pshat, Rabbi, say, listen to the Pshat. It ref- there's two parts to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. They're regular days of tshuva. Two days of Rosh Hashanah, seven days Yom Kippur. But there's also something called Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. There's a mitzvah called Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. When we say the ten days between them, we're, not ref- we're referring, there's a mitzvah called Rosh Hashanah and a mitzvah called Yom Kippur. The Eser Yom, between those two mitzvahs, and then we mean all 10 days. The practical Rosh Hashanah is between, there's a Metzius called Rosh Hashanah, a Metzius called Yom Kippur. We're not referring, that Metzius of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur has 10 days between them. It's not going on the seven days. It's going on the Metzius. There's something called Yom Kippur. And between this Metzius of Rosh Hashanah and the Metzius of Yom Kippur, there are 10 days. There's two like facts. Yom Kippur is a fact. Yom Kippur is a fact to the extent that a Yidu does tshuva like enters a realm called Yom Kippur, a world, a mitzvah called Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a place where a person has no sin, zero, no impact of sin. In Hasidish Asfarim it writes, we think Ni'ilah, Ni'ilah Sashar, is the, it's, a very, it's a very negative way to refer Chayim to Ni'ilah. There's five prayers on Yom Kippur. Most days have three prayers, and there's five. And the fifth prayer is Ni'ilah, the day, like the gates close. It's like, get it in quickly. For a guy like me who's always late, like that mashmais doesn't work. Get it in fast. Ni'ilah, it's closing. In Chesidish Svarim, they say Ni'ilah Sashar is the gates closing with us and Hashem inside. <laughs> it's not closing and we're out, it's closing and we're in, my friends. And the culmination of Yom Kippur is Ni'ilah Sashar. The gates close, us and God. Yeah, the gates close, just us. We're in, by the way. We're not, it doesn't close and we're out. It closes and we're in. My son has a fear. Yisrael Mayer has a fear. It's the crazy... My wife wants to sue this. He, he was, maybe it's our thing to let him watch kids' videos. He has a fear of stores closing. A fear. A tremendous, a serious thing. For the store, he always asks, when's the store closing? He saw some child's film of somebody getting locked in a store. See, always, any store, we go to when is the store closing. He has like this fear of the gates closing and we're going to be in. Tremendous, tremendous fear. 
I just ran to stop and tried to buy something for my wife. It was right before closing. He was panicky. Get us out. Get us out. So the visual, me and you saw a picture, the visual of somebody stuck in a, in a store. My wife and I parked our car in a garage in Eretzol Erev Shabbos, and once we came back to the car, the garage was locked. Me, my wife, and Yisrael Mayer, we were like, this was like his, it was locked, Erev Shabbos, it was locked. Okay, so Ne'il is like a scary thing, the gate's locking, it's not scary at all. Ne'il is the gate's locking, us and Hashem in there. And the Yisait of Itzumei Shal Yom Kippur is the preciousness, the etzem preciousness, and purity of the Yid, that's Yom Kippur, Lufnei Hashem Tataru. And the goal of all our tshuva, like we speak about Musr to somebody else, is the same job of ourself. It's to study our essential goodness, to see our essential goodness, and from that place of experiencing our essential goodness, to say, let me eliminate things that are rasha, lama ato, to appreciate, listen to this Nazir. He said, I have a good job. I do good to zachen. Russia, you're trying to knock me off from who I am and what I am. This is the Nazir. He chaps, this is the Spitzbal Tshuva. He chaps, he says, I do a good job. I'm a good person with a good job. And he says, Russia, what are you trying to knock me out of my world? I have a good place and a good mission and a good tafkid. And I see that's the Iker of Tshuva. The Iker of Tshuva, it's not modern, it's not a new... I think in earlier diaries they didn't have to speak about this. In earlier diaries they spoke much tougher, it's a, it's a fact. So what changed today with such cream puffs? Used to be you screamed at a guy, you gave muster fierce. Today you have to speak nice, what changed? With such whims, there's something very deep. What happened, Avi? What happened? In earlier diaries you blasted a guy. Today, you have to you talk nice. Something deeply changed. In earlier days, the essential goodness of a person wasn't up for debate. Who we are, what we are, was very firm. In a world like that, so for sure, you yell at the guy, it's, that's a hanacha, that's a given. The essential goodness of a person. I've told you this lady I'm, who's very, very important in my life, who's a balas tshuva. And she was, at the beginning of her journey, she called up, somebody wrote a book, said anybody who does this and this thing is not a Yid. So she asked, is it true you said in your book? So the man said, it's true what I wrote. So she shouted in the phone, yippee! <laughs> okay, slugged up. You know, anybody who talks by davening has no Yerushalayim. Please hand in your yarmulke after the shmuz. And your tzitzis. In today's dar, in earlier dairis, the hanacha was the tzitkus. Everybody knew they were a chacham. It was haychach lechacham v'yaveka. Today, there's an assault on who a person is, on the essential goodness of a person. And today, the musr has to reflect the essential goodness of a person. It has to come from that place. The Gemara already speaks about batla teichacha. Teichacha ended. Teichacha has a hanacha to it that the person's essential goodness. The Gemara talks about a day that you can't do teichacha alone. There's what the Gemara means, Pashtas. It's batla toichachas because there's a akdama toichacha that's not there. It has to be there, the goodness of a person, the tremendous aspect of a person. I, I, don't, I don't love going to psychology because everything's entire. We don't need that world. But I do get like amused when they discover something that we know for like thousands of years. In modern psychology, there's a, there's a whole form of psychology that's very, very cool. It's called 
IFS, very, very in, and they show every voice in the person that it really comes from a good place. But it's, it's accurate. It's like just spot on. It's entire, the Torah doesn't need any askama. The Goyim do. But IFS, very, that they show every voice in the person that people think is such like a negative side of themselves. It comes from a myridika place. It comes from, and they show you. They show you each voice, how it's protecting the mensch. Instead, if people work, there's an aymik to it that's, that's necessary for tshuva. Instead of beating a, a person's self up and trying to, he has a ridiculous thing, he tells himself he has a bad part of himself, he learns what its positive side is and all his parts work as one. That's the ikr side of tshuva. The ikr of tshuva is not like the bad part the person beats up. There's no, there's no aschal of tshuva. The goal of tshuva is to get to Yom Kippur. Shavim, the itzume shalyayim is mechaper l'shavim. There's a journey to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is I'm traveling to the place of recognizing the essential goodness of the Yid. And aserisimei tshuva is a journey to Yom Kippur. It's eser yamim bein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. There's a destination called Yom Kippur. You have 10 days to do the journey from a day of Rosh Hashanah to a day called Yom Kippur. The day of Yom Kippur is the journey to that place that the Yid lives, gets locked in, him and Hashem, the essential goodness of a person. This is not said to like pat us all and, and smile and say, people, it's interesting, people love coolest, they love leniencies. I don't like leniencies because I want to work. It's not said, we hate identifying our essential goodness. The Iker, tough part of the dorm counts is one, to discover the specialness of a gay. Then he's not, it's not like he rejects it by accident. He doesn't want you to think he's good. When I, the first time I was a counselor in camp, kids wanted to tell me the bad deeds they did. Why does the guy want to tell me? Dorm counselors have said this a lot. Bachram want to share the bad deed because they're fighting off. You look at me as good, that's way too, that obligates too much. I don't want that obligation. I actually, we're comfortable that we're bad. It's Kishimak a place to be. There's no charata, there's no work, there's no ascending. We like being there. A guy doesn't, if you ever listen to addicts, it like comes out, but we all have those voices. We like being the bad guy, it's excellent. I'm lost, I'm stuck, pass another joint. We love that, we love that. I gave, I give up, give another joint. I give up is one, you like I give up. I give up, you think a guy is bizarre, I have a maisa. I once, Simcha, I had a story. A guy I'm close to, listen to the story, Avi Martha. A guy I'm close to described in great detail how many times, Chaim, listen to the story, how many times he tried. He described in tremendous detail and he described, I'm sick and tired, I'm not trying anymore, that's it. And he described and I was hearing him talk and it was true. All the attempts and effort, and now he's sick and tired. He's not trying anymore. And I was like, I had nothing to say. He took away all my kaya. He was going on and on. Yehush, give up. So hopeless. I, and he was right. We, it was years. It was very, it was much easier. Itaka heard what he's saying. You give up, I hear. Itaka heard. I, he had me on the edge of giving up also. He was so right. I was like, I, I just didn't know what to do. He's giving up. I, he had me. So I said, could I have five minutes? I'll call you back if I need five minutes. He hung up. And I called. We have a guy who learned here is like the king. Many of us, Johnny knows, many of us, when we have something, I call up. 
NG, NG. So I call up. I call up. We have somebody who's a big pikeach about people. So I call him up. I, I, I said, a guy's calling me up and he sapped all my energy. He's, he's given up and he ma- he's making me give up too. He started laughing. So I described, I was very emotional, started laughing. He said, don't you know that's just a way of saying that he wants to keep doing stuff? What do you mean you give up? All his fight is not beautiful. He's fighting and he's battling to succeed. I give up is a voice of addiction. I give up. And he, he said, you're just listening to a voice. What do you mean I give up? What is, what's the peerish? I, I give up and therefore any behavior. I, he wants I give up. He's tempted for I give up. He said, don't give in to the type. I give up. Keep seeing him as an excellent person and you'll give back the kayach. You'll see an excellent person. Then he'll get back the kayach to fight because the The Balatanya describes people fight for years and they get upset at Hashem. I don't see I'm going anywhere. He describes the tremendous Kiddush Shemayim and Nachas you're giving Hashem. In the fight, it's beautiful. You're working, you're struggling for something precious and important. You give such chizot. This guy, I didn't chap. He was saying I give up. I didn't chap what a type it is to give up. So I thought he's talking like giving up. He was tempted to give up because giving up is geschmack. I'm not good. So when you, when you teach the essential goodness, there's, you know, we've had people come speak. Say, oh, you're such good boys. I don't like, my father doesn't let me use the word that I want to say to the guy. <laughs> it's not, there's not a cooler here. You're such a good boy. It's a tremendous chumrah that we're good. It's a chumrah that obligates, that, that energizes. It's, we love giving up. We crave to give up. It's the best thing. We, like, let me stay in my give up state. We want to give up. It's not like a tragedy happens to us. It's a taiva. It's a temptation. Like a guy is a taiva for Averis. He is a taiva to give up. We love giving up. And the answer is that, no, there's a great chumrah that comes along. And the job of a dorm counts is to see preciousness in a guy and then to somehow get him to be willing to see what you see. It's very hard. He's tempted not to see what you see. It's dangerous. The, the person, yeah, the person's tempted not to see. It's dangerous. Guy sees what, what you see. If you see Emes, it's a great mechaiv. It obligates and it encourages and it pushes and there's much work. Trust me, there's much work. The goal these days is not to sit patting each other on, patting our backs. It's to chap the essential goodness of a person and as such, we get going. We get going, working on aligning ourselves with that reality. A guy, Imamish was walking with a guy yesterday on the Tainus. I asked him, what a good year, what aspiration. Basically, I was asking, who are you? He described the beautiful picture. It was so cool that he sees a beautiful picture. And then the task of living that picture, of all the work, there's much work. There's a, there's a lot of work for the picture we want, a lot of effort, a lot of overcoming, but it's all there because we chap the etzem. The Gemara says there, Shem ben Elazar saw somebody who was off the derech and asmechei berebi, gave him smicha. There's not, is there anything, I'm ending with this, is there anything worse, what's it called when you, word of the day, Chaim, what's it called when you give a praise that puts a person down? What's it called, good word? Say it with a better word, true, what's a praise that puts somebody's down? Anybody could say, I'm proud of you, I'm patronizing. Is there anything worse than a patronizing praise? 
a, a yid, a yid used to say to me, Tzadikal, I, t- I once told him, I said, if you don't mind, I want to be friends with you. And you say, Tzadikal, I promise it turns me off from you. I can't deal with you. There's nothing as bad as a patient. A guy goes, oh, Tzadikal. I, <laughs> I have to ask my father. My father growing up let, let us, never let us say shut up. I want to ask, that word was like, that was an off-limit word. I have to ask my father, if somebody gives a patronizing compliment, are you allowed to? There's got to be a special hetter for that. So a patronizing compliment is terrible. Somebody calls you something that they don't, you know, you know what it means? Shui, what's a patronizing compliment? You're babying somebody. The compliment puts them down. You're babying them. It doesn't make them feel, but you say to a guy, it's sadical, let's be quiet. You're not, you're not picking me up. You're making me, feel, you're making me feel younger and less, not more. That's a patronizing comment. Look, could you look it up and read it to the guys? Avi, look it up. Patronizing. The other words to patronize, because it, it could be to support a store, is to patronize. Yeah, in English, I don't know how to dash it. It's being a patron. I don't know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> he might be right. We don't never. Let's hear, Avi. You treat somebody, sounds nice, but it just, it really, what's underneath the way you're treating is superiority, you're better. So it sounds nice, it's con- the word condescending, you're speaking down to somebody, condescending and patronizing is, tzadikal is that, oh, tzadikal, what? So when somebody says to us, you guys are good boys, that's just patronizing. Again, I'm not rating, and maybe they mean it real. The oimek, the deep, deep oimek is what somebody sees. The deepest oimek is what, the, and when they see what they, they see, they don't, almost don't have to say it. The deep oimek is to see, in your own children one day, is to see big people. That's the oimek, in yeshiva, that's the oimek, to see a big person. From that place, there's discussions, but in, it, it's not a pretend. It can't be, if that's not what you see, then, then don't say you see. You don't see that. At the point, you're impressed. Yitzi Race once wrote a whole poem about the job of a dorm counselor here. It was brilliant, and he described this. He called them explorers, like digging for gold. He described the job of like uncovering, and it happens, it could happen in the middle of some fight, in the middle of a conversation. A guy says something, you're like, are you kidding? But not, not pretend. You like found in the soul, you're like, oh my, you're intimidated, you, you, it's, over. it's game over. You're intimidated, you found the soul. At that point, you have tremendous amounts to teach a person. He could discover what you see. That's, the, that's how it works. Without that, so you, you don't have much to offer somebody. But that's the avoid of tshuva for ourselves. The avoid of, the task of tshuva is somehow, some way, uncovering the essential goodness, what we are, that, that, that pure essential goodness, and then from that place to figure out that this, is, this doesn't fit that, that doesn't fit that, from that place, that's the tshuva process that brings us to Yom Kippur. It's the 10 days that bring to a day, it's a tenayim l'shavim. Shavim is a avoida that you're getting to your essence and in working towards the essence and making efforts to get there. It's a difficult process. To somebody who makes 
efforts to get there, it's, you can imagine it's a much deeper work than just regretting a bad deed. It's regretting the bad deed because of what's, because of there's an essential nikuda here. From that place, I come to Mishal Yoim, to the essence of the day that there are no Averis there. I very much appreciate, Michal, that your father comes to visit you. I appreciate that a lot. When a, guy fa- when a guy's father visits him, there's, a, there's an Eidos on two people. It's an Eidos on a Tata that he comes to his son, and it's an Eidos on his son that he lets his Tata come. It's, it's Eidos on both. Tremendous. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Are you going to Eretz Yisrael, Michal, for Yom Tov? Yeah. Ashrecha. When are you leaving? Wow, wow. Where did he go to Eretz Yisrael? I didn't know that. I didn't know Morty Sam's going Sunday. When are you leaving Territ Israel? We have so much heaven that we should make. Are you also going to Territ Israel? No, you say We should. We actually should. Arye did last year. Arye did something. He did, he did, he did, he did. Make sure, make sure Michal here is Ruven. You'll tell Michal. He made something in Imre, right? He did a series. Both. That's right, by you. You live in Givadam. What neighborhood are you staying in? Ah, that's Rechavia. That's border. What was the other city you said? It's true. It's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll stop here. The, whoever, whoever needs a minion for mincha, we're going to make a minion for mincha. We're going to do it in here, in here. Five guys want to ride the.